0: Welcome to Monday listeners, hi I'm Maria Harris and you're listening to So Organised Style Podcast. So Organised Style Podcast acknowledges traditional owners of country throughout Australia and recognises the continuing connection to lands, waters and community. We pay our respects to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures and to the Elders past, present and emerging. A big sponsor shout-out goes to our two podcast friends and sponsors. The Australian Sewing Guild, who has been our Monday Daily Series regular, is now a sponsor of Sew so Organised Style Podcast. Go to Osso.org to check out the online workshops, sew-alongs, skills library and more. Our second sponsor is Tatiana's School of Couture, as she launches it online go to her website to see her new online sewing classes and patterns thank you for joining us on the daily podcast here at Sew so organized style and as you know monday is asg monday and today we have two special guests and our topic is industry day welcome to the podcast raywin and linda
1: Rowan Hayes, uh, just
2: a general sewer, live in Kingsgrove in Sydney. Welcome. Thank you. And Linda Proud, also just a hobby sewist, um, and I live
0: in Sydney too. Excellent. Thank you for joining us here on Sew so Organised Style podcast. People love coming in on a Monday and listening to different topics that happen in the world of the Australian Sewing Guild. Now, in March, I attended the New South Wales Industry Day. That was a really good experience, but it was right at the beginning of this whole lockdown period. What was that experience like for both of you?
1: It was good, actually. This industry day was a real joy to organise. We seemed to get it together. We had monthly meetings and organised the speakers came together reasonably well, and everybody pitched in and because we have a committee of five so there's three other ladies on the committee the organizing committee as well and it went very very well and it was I think the best one that we've done so far together because it was such a team effort so I felt even if nobody else enjoyed it I enjoyed the process.
0: (laughs) It was a really good experience as an attendee because I hadn't been to one for a while so Linda what was your experience for the March one? It was a good experience. We were very lucky to get
2: Rebecca Ritchie from Opera Australia as our keynote speaker, and she was fantastic, very supportive, very willing to help, and we got some great workshop people as well. So really the presenters and the workshop people make or break the day. We had some great people at this one that really made the day, I think. We also tried something a little bit new. We tried a new venue, and I think that went down very well as well. They were very supportive of us and it was a good deal
0: that there again that helps doesn't it yeah and the other nice thing about the fall it wasn't just the format but you also had some retailers there who came in specifically for the day
1: we did rose organized for pit trading out from ramscape they brought fabric along. Lorraine Jenkins, who is a stalwart of the industry day, she's been very supportive, her and her husband, Gordon especially, helps out with the audio-visual side of it in past industry days. So she was there with her interfacing, tips like that. And we also would have had the people from Achieve coming along, but they pulled at the last minute because
2: of the pandemic.
0: And for our listeners, Achieve Australia is a full-purpose community organisation that has been providing accommodation and services to people with a disability. They have the sewing basket that supplies a wide range of donated fabrics, patterns, patchwork, embroidery materials, knitting, while providing employment opportunities for people with disability. Linda, do you want to explain what that means to us who are sewers? Yeah, sure. So
2: basically they collect donations of fabric, embroidery, patterns, anything basically to do with sewing and knitting and craft, craft basically. And they have three stores around Sydney, and they support people with disabilities.
0: They're very, very
2: good, and all the stuff's donated. Mm. So anybody who's de-stashing
1: anything, yeah, we send it to a chief.
2: Yeah, yeah, and it's great. There's just an amazing array. You can find all sorts of things. That- Beautiful zips and buttons, amazing fabric. Usually go in with the you know the idea to pick up one piece of fabric and walk out with ten.
0: Yes. Donate and then buy. Yeah, donate and then buy more. So back to industry day. You said that there's a team. Why would you need a team to have an industry day?
1: Because the lady who did it before was such <laughs> such was incredible. She was a power. For, uh Wendy McKinnon. Shout out to Wendy at the moment. She fell over it and she broke her right ankle, I think it was. She had two operations. It used to be just her and Gail Shimwell, this also still on the committee. And they I mean she'd been doing it I don't know how many years it was, but a well, long, long time. March twenty eighteen, she decided she'd heading enough. She was over it. We took it on of won't tell you the story about that one. Well, <laughs> we should tell the story <laughs> where <way, Lynn. laughs> we well, so, okay, so two industry days, March and September, and they were held in the McCall's and Simplicity warehouses here in Sydney. So when and they amalgamated so McCalls became the big whatever it is, big ten or whatever, how many are in there now, and they closed down the McCall's warehouse. And everybody moved over to the Simplicity Warehouse. And then event, at the September 2018 industry day, that was the last one we had over there at the Simplicity Warehouse because all the space that we used to use is now all pallet-racking and the stock that they have to hold there is amazing. But at the March 2018 one, and it was at um, McCall's, so I, I ended up late and I sat down the back and Linda was down the back. Because I was young. She was late as well. And I think Lucy and Bernadette. So we were all down the back. And we um, just got on famously. It just, just chit-chatting, you know, all the naughty kids at the back of the <laughs> class. And it was just really, really nice. And then Linda got up in all her glory. And Holly from So scanned it. So Linda got Linda got a, a So sister for being up there in her in a Spanx and in front of everybody getting scanned. And then we were talking at... I don't know, it was lunchtime, and Wendy had said, if I don't get anybody
2: to take it on, then the industry day is going to come to an end because, you know, she was retiring." Yeah, so Wendy McKinnon decided she didn't want to do industry days anymore. She'd done her stint. She wanted to have her life back so she could go and do some travelling. Wendy asked the volunteers, and Rowan said, come on, guys, we should do this. We'll do it as a committee. Come on, (laughs) and we were like... I think Lucy and I were just a little bit too shell-shocked to respond and get out of it in time. And then I think Bernadette happened to be walking past and she said, oh, I wouldn't mind doing it, but I'm not doing it on my own. And Raymond's said, like, no, no, we've got a committee. We're all here. And, and thus the committee was formed. Yeah. <laughs> and then in September last year, Rose, she,
1: she came on board last year. She volunteered. We didn't even have to her. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that was in the March. And then the... September 1 was pretty much already organised. All of the speakers had been organised. The venue was still at Simplicity, easy peasy. The catering had the um, catering company that she'd been using. So that was all done. That one was fairly easy. Come to the following March, we thought we'd do something different. We got, what's the word? Did you get feedback? Yeah, we no. got some feedback. Um, yeah. Yeah. They said it was a good day and all the, you know, most people do you can't please everybody no okay so you 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 take on board the practical suggestions that people put forward and to say you know the the audio could have been better you know the um the the way the seats were set out anything like that you think okay it's a practical uh, constructive criticism you can you can change that but people just saying oh we didn't like the speakers or (laughs) okay (laughs) What what can you do So I think we were sort of lulled into a bit of a false security that it was going to be easy. So I think the March one is more difficult to organise because you come off the September one, you just feel like going, and then you've got Christmas. So you've got to be really, really quick to get your speakers done before, and then you've got to advertise in the newsletter for the ASG and to get participants along. The March 2019 one we had in Newcastle, which it was okay, you know, with the speakers. I think people up there appreciated the fact that it had been an industry day in region up for them, and mm. they didn't have to travel to Sydney. Mm. But after that, we decided we weren't going to do that again, so we had it at
2: Kingsgrove. Oh, you didn't go. I didn't go. Yeah. We were supposed to have tea and coffee on arrival, but the duty manager locked himself in, a, in one of the rooms, the function rooms, and couldn't get out, so That's no one right. could get any coffee or tea. So <laughs> best-laid plans... Something always goes wrong.
1: So after that, we decided, okay, we got the speakers. We all uh, prop sort of organised, but just decided to be get a bit more professional. Because mm-hmm. Lucy, I think she does event management. Yeah, she does. As, as part of her job. So she really raised the bar for this one. And it worked, I
2: think. Yeah, it's a great venue. We've used them through my work as well. When we went, there, they were very, to us. very kind to us. When they so there's a great room and who knows what will happen or when we can have events again.
0: True, yeah. We'll just have to wait and see. But Wait and see, yeah. yeah. The hardest thing
1: really is finding speakers. You have to, we did try some of the industry partners. Linda got a donation from one of them mm-hmm. for yeah. a prize. And I'm not sure whether Anita McFadden of Studio mm-hmm. Farrow, she was a speaker last year, She's an industry partner. Yeah. And another challenge is that our members have a lot of interests. So you have quilters, you have garment sewers. You can't have one that's all quilting or all garment sewing. You're trying to to give, I suppose, interest. There was one at McCall's. There was a quilting lady there, and she was just you could appreciate the colours and the work that had gone and you know they were they were art quilts i mean they mm. were beautiful and and so that's the sort of level you're obviously going to try and present not yeah. not just how to make a quilt
2: things that we've found to be very successful is we've changed from just having speakers to actually having workshops so people get into small groups and they can be a little bit more hands on But the last one we had digital printing and everybody got to print their own little takeaway square of beautiful fabric, courtesy of?
0: It was Maria Tanagina of digitalfabrics.com.au. They were very, very generous. She was very generous. Yeah, and Laura Walsh
1: from Bobbin & Ink, and she was talking about the techno fabrics, and it was something just totally different. People, even if they weren't going to use it, it opens your eyes to something different.
0: And she had little kits there so that you could actually try and put a light on something. Yeah,
2: like she had an example, she'd sewn a little buttonhole, and when you close the buttonhole and put the button through, it lifts up. Mm. Very clever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the toy making lady, Casuay Kowalshi, Piccolino Patterns. That's right.
0: The June sewing challenge for sewing a stuffed toy was sponsored by Piccolino Patterns, so we were really lucky to have them at the New South Wales Industry Day. Well,
1: that's another thing too. It's not just for participants to get knowledge. It's also for the speakers or the presenters, for them to get to a wider audience and to provide some networking for them as well.
0: Oh, yeah, it does. Because everyone in the room will then ask you lots of questions mm-hmm. afterwards as well and maybe have a cup of tea with you. Yes, and we did have tea and coffee. Yet, so. <laughs> yeah.
2: No one went home hungry. Just trying to find speakers. When people do agree to come, they're always extremely generous with their time and we really, really appreciate it. uh, Yeah, so if there's anyone who wants to speak at a New South Wales Industry Day, please
1: get in touch. Last year, I got a little stressed about finding speakers Mm -hmm. because you always worry about, you know, oh, if I email somebody and they're going to say no and what's the worst thing that can happen? They'll say no. no. (laughs) But one of the podcasts I've been listening to It's an English one called Blogtacular. And Kate Molesworth was talking with Camilla Prada, and she's a ceramics artist. And they were talking about when Blogtacular first started. I think it was about 2013 or fourteen. And Pat said that she went to a talk by a gentleman called Gary Vaynerchuk. Never heard of him. He's obviously a very entrepreneurial type person. But she got to ask a question. And she said to him, you know, Got this marvellous conference so it's going to be absolutely fantastic but how can we get people to sign up and she was looking for sponsors at that point how can we get them to say yes and he said well how many people have you contacted and she turned to the person you know, she was with and, and they said oh heaps about 30 or 40 and he goes oh that's just rubbish he said you just got to hit so many people to get what you want and what she was trying to do was look for speakers Specific to blogging for online websites, right? And he said, "You've just got to make the speakers work for your people, not the other way around." So that you try and get a sponsor, and they would say, for the sponsor to be able to get the most out of it, not necessarily the participants, Mm -hmm. if if you sort of know what I mean. And she said, once she started looking at that and going, "Well, okay, this person isn't exactly about online blogging, but..." There's an aspect of their business that would help out. Then she started to get more yeses or maybes, and let's have a meeting. And you know, what's the worst that can happen? They can, they'll say no. And I took that on board last year when we were trying to get speakers.
0: It worked really well for the March Industry Day. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's right. You got Rebecca Ritchie, who's the head of wardrobe of Opera Australia, and I was sitting at the front. And did the recording, which is now our podcast, Meet Rebecca Ritchie, for the 29th of May. All these
2: beautiful costumes from the opera, yeah. and we were allowed to try them on. And you know how sewers love to feel fabric, and oh yes, very tactile people, so it was perfect. So I think everybody, well, we got fantastic feedback from her. Every single feedback report was excellent for her, so she was a real hit. So yeah. finding somebody like that is a real draw card. Yes, And an opportunity to hear from people that you wouldn't normally get to hear from. So mm-hmm. that's what we're going to be trying to look for, that insight that you wouldn't normally get. So, mm-hmm. But it's a great day. I mean, people just like to come and catch up with each other, meet people. You can come on your own and meet new people if you're just in the sewing community. So everybody's very friendly. Well, at the end of the
1: day, we had a uh, a fashion parade, a show and tell, for members to get up and show something a garment that they'd made in the story and this time rose managed to the fabric store and she got some prizes from the fabric store, some vouchers so we were able to instead of just sharing people would uh, you know they were judged on the the journey and the story behind their garments which was lovely and maria managed to get third place i managed it.
2: <laughs> what were you doing redesigning a jacket in an airport lounge couldn't let that go without a prize.
0: <laughs> yeah that was a jacket that i wore that morning and I thought it looked really dull so I grabbed something from my stash and while I was in the airport I hand sewed the trim onto the jacket so that it would look better than it did. Brilliant.
2: Thanks. (laughs) It did look look really nice.
1: And then there's Lucky Door Prizes which it really is a bit of a a mixed bag as to what goes into the Lucky Door Prize every year. I mean there's generally a bit of a tradition we got going with there's always some Tim Tams in there. I know I think Rose won one of the Lucky Door Prizes last year. She lives up in the Blue Mountains, and she said the packet of Tim Tams didn't last the journey home. You know, they, they were all gone by the time she got up there. Uh, Aliki Dalo, who actually won first prize, because she'd made this garment, and over three years or something, she kept going at it to get it finished. I received a lovely email from her, and she said that it her and the three others that had travelled up in the same car thoroughly enjoyed the day and they laughed themselves silly over the addition of a toilet roll to the lucky door prizes because one of the ladies Beth had won of one of the lucky door prizes but we couldn't let it go by without <laughs> the toilet roll yeah okay. at the height of panic buying I mean they were gold
0: <laughs> they were back then and
2: then this custom is a real highlight it's really lovely to see people get up there and tell the story of what they did what they learned. experience and just to see the fabulous clothes that these talented sewers make i really love the fashion parade it always goes down very well and people aren't judged on skills they're judged on as we said on the story and i'll do something a little bit different or persevering or just having an experience with their sewing so people don't need to feel intimidated that they're not good enough but it's not about that it's just about sharing your love of sewing and what what you produce
0: and there's always a good backstory to every project absolutely yeah so anyone is thinking of being part of an industry day committee i think you should do it because listening from raywin and linda it's a really good experience and you'll enjoy it so thank you raywin and linda for being on the daily show for asg on so organized style podcast
2: thank you great to be here
0: thank you you're welcome